Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. As you know, the Irish women's football team will shortly be launching their World Cup campaign. Many of them are fast becoming household names. But have you heard of Anne O'Brien? She's the first female to play football professionally and went on to have a long career as a career, uh, uh, also as a coach. Barry Landy is the author of Emerald Exiles, How the Irish Made Their Mark on World Football. Barry, good afternoon. Hi, Sean. Uh, so Anne was from, she was from Inchicore, is that right? Yes, she was from Inchicore. Uh, she grew up on the Oblace uh, Drive there in Inchicore. Um, her family very closely associated with uh, St. Patrick's Athletic out there, yeah. Right, okay. And uh, in those days, now this was, in, you know, the 1970s, was there a, a game for women in Ireland or, or was it much developed? No, it wasn't really developed at all. Now, there was a, a women's uh, national team. Now, at the time, the uh, the Football Association of Ireland, as we know it today, were not over that team. There was a separate entity called the, the Women's Football Association of Ireland. Um, so there was a national team of sorts, but there was no sort of professional or semi-professional game as we'd have today. It was all very amateur, you know, local and regional clubs and things like that. And as a teenager, that's where Anne would have played her football before, you know, going off to the continent. Right, OK. And, and the fact that she went off to the continent... Was it almost accidentally that she was spotted? Um, well, in a sense, yes. She was essentially scouted, but, um, you know, it wasn't intentional. Essentially, there was a, a French uh, team um, uh, called Stade de Rams. Uh, they came out in 1973, late 1973, for some friendly matches on a wee tour of Ireland, uh, managed by a man called Pierre Geoffroy. Um, and Anne was actually selected as part of a kind of selection 11 to play against them in one of their games and so enamoured was this manager with Anne uh, 17 years old at the time he actually asked could she come along and play with the team on the rest of their tour in Ireland so she went off around the country and played a few games with them and eventually um, you know she was given a or offered a contract to go and move to France and play professionally with Stade de Ram at age 17 and for a young Irish girl at this point you know it was a really really extraordinary thing Um, as you said there at the top she was actually the first Irish or British mm. uh, female footballer to play professional, um, you know, ever. So it was really an extraordinary thing at the time, especially yeah. in, in, in that era. And I think RTE sent a, a, a film crew out. It was such a big deal. Yeah, RTE News sent a film crew out uh, just before she left in, in January 1974, you know, which was a big thing when you consider even nowadays the, the kind of coverage of women's football um, on sort of national television and radio is is relatively new in terms of a you know constant level of stream of coverage so you know to get that to get the, an RT news crew out on her on her front step you know 40 you know sorry 50 years ago now was was quite something it really was a big story at the time but ultimately what would happen is she would go to to France and later to Italy and because out of sight, out of mind, people here, you know, aren't actually that familiar with her, her story and her achievements. Mm. Now, and and the move to Italy was to go and play for bigger clubs. Yeah, so she initially went to Stade de Rome in France, as I say, at age 17. She won three league titles there um, in her first three seasons um, and really became the star of that team. And sort of ironically, the way she was scouted in Ireland um, by... Um, by the team being on tour and, and her being spotted. Um, Stade de Ram went to, to Italy on a tour and she was subsequently spotted by a bigger club, by uh, the team Lazio. And uh, they offered her a contract and she went there. And that's actually where she stayed for the remainder of her career and the remainder of her life. Um, she went out and won 
numerous league titles, numerous cups, and essentially established herself as, as one of the, the true greats of the women's game at the time. Yeah, and was that and that was the opinion of her, you know, within uh, the leagues on the European mainland. Yeah, that was the opinion of her in in Italy and in France. Obviously, at the time, you know, um, word of mouth was how board got around of, of players' strengths and talents and things like that. You know, there wasn't, you know, TV coverage or internet or anything like that. But, um, yeah, look, Anne, Anne was considered, you know, truly one of the, the great players of the 1970s and the 1980s. She was a skillful player, left-footed, great passer of the ball, very sort of diminutive in her stature, but a really great goal scorer as well. She was a, a truly a superb player, and she played alongside and up against some of the, the greats of that era, um, what, during her time in Italy, and, and they all say the same thing about her, but she was absolutely extraordinary. And um, even today in Italy, she's you know still talked about. Um, on the occasion of her 60th birthday, um, back in 2016, she was at, there was actually a kind of a, a Corriella della Sport, the Rome-based Italian sports newspaper, one of these big Italian national publications, dedicated their front page spread to Anne. Hmm. And it was just her birth. It was just her birthday. It wasn't a news story as such. It was just to say, happy birthday, Anne. Yeah. So that really tells you the, the, the kind of standing in which she was held in Italy, you know. Yeah, and, and she, she went on to have a career as a, as a coach as well. Was that also in Italy? Yes, that was in Italy too. She, uh, she managed Lazio for a time. She managed another club in her final job. She also spent quite a lot of time coaching uh, youth teams for the Italian Football Federation. Um, so essentially, once she had retired in, in the mid-90s from playing you know, Italy was her home at that point. She'd had a son out there and she was very settled and she felt very, very at home there. And, and that's where she wanted to stay and that's where she, she enjoyed her life. And that's where I think she felt valued as well. It's very important to, to kind of appreciate that. Mm. Um, Italy had given her a, a professional career and, you know, she had enjoyed it and she'd achieved so much out there that she wanted to stay. And obviously a hugely respected player and a hugely respected coach then in her later years, you know, it, it's a, uh, uh, you know, Italian football gave a lot to her, but she gave a lot back. Yeah, did she ever play for Ireland then? Well, this is kind of this is kind of the big thing uh, about Anne, and I think the people maybe listening today and, and the people who are aware of her are probably aware for this reason alone. Is that Anne would? I think there's no question is, is Ireland's greatest ever female player. She only ever played four times for Ireland. Hmm. Um, she made her debut when she was age 15. And three of those caps came between her debut at 15 and when she left to go to France um, at age 17. And she only ever played once more for Ireland. And that was essentially down to, at the time, um, the Women's Football Association of Ireland were not willing to pay um, the cost associated with bringing her back from France and bringing her back from Italy to play games. So essentially for Anne, it was a case of out of sight, out of mind. Um, she was was not really spoken about, and she was really never involved uh, with the Irish setup. She played one other cap back in 1990, so you know this is 16 years after after leaving the country, um, and that just happened to be because she was at home at the time visiting family, and there was a game on, and you know an, an invitation was extended out to Anne to say, mm. hey, look, do you want to come and play this game? And you know she did. She loved her country, and she she did want to play football for her country but she was really never given a proper um, a proper go at it. So she took that cap, and ironically, that was against the Netherlands at, in Daily Mount Park in 1990, and Vera Pau 
the, the current Irish manager was part of that Netherlands team. Huh. So, you know, there's always an association uh, to be found somewhere. But yeah, it, it's probably one of the great, you know, aberrations in Irish football history, Sean, that, that Anne O'Brien, a player of her um, ability and of her stature and someone who's won as much as she did, only ever played for her country a handful of times. Yeah, that's extraordinary. And uh, apparently a, a picture of Anne has recently gone up on, a, on, on an electrical box um, uh, in, uh, in the Inchicore area. So if you're in that area, you might, you might keep an eye out for it. Barry, thanks a million for telling us that story today. That was Barry Landy there. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm. With Anna Glaze on News Talk.